0: podcast <laughs> all right uh
1: welcome back folks uh last week uh, on five by the sword you got to see what if new york was evil <laughs> well this week we're bringing you
0: something else
1: <laughs> slightly different
0: oh yeah fuck okay so uh you you know all that time that we enjoyed in the inferno i think we enjoyed it i remember having fun uh fun is over now there is no more fun <laughs> Alright, so who are you? Uh, I'm Fi, I drop porn on the internet
1: Um, I'm Tess, I'm way too online (laughs) But not in any interesting way
0: (laughs) You're online in like the ancient relic kind of way (laughs) You're like grandfathered into the internet
1: Let me tell you about alt.star trek versus star wars
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah, back in the day when when the the main conflict was what kind of star you were into and whether or not mm-hmm. you thought Kirk and Spock should get together. And the answer is yes, obviously. Uh, they they do make the perfect couple. Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, we invented lemon ex- strictly for them. Oh, fuck!
0: I haven't thought about the word lemon in the context <laughs> of fan fiction in a very long time. Bringing out. <laughs> Look, this is a
1: 1988 88 comic I gotta bring out the, like, you know, 88 energy
0: Oh, fuck Speaking of 88s <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, oh god All uh, right. So, um,
1: wait, content wait, warning? Do,
0: yeah, I was about to say, we gotta do a content warning So, we're gonna be talking about, like, a lot of, like, we're in a jokey mood Because this, this, this arc sucks <laughs> But we do have to bring out some content warnings about the following arc that we're going to be talking about. So, Taz, what do you tell? What do you tell the people?
1: All right, uh, content warning: bunch of Nazi stuff.
0: Bunch of Nazi also, stuff.
1: Also, content warning: attempted sexual assault.
0: <laughs> also, content warning: like because of the because of the Nazi stuff, a lot of um uncensored anti-Semitism. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and just racism overall um yippee um man I um I definitely gotta get it like like I was enjoying Excalibur quite a bit right up into this and then this like reminded me about comics just sort of in general about about how they're just not well equipped to talk about like social issues of any kind, and I will say, to some degree, this is a sort of effect, this is something of a facet of the fact that this was in the 80s, and, you know, we were a lot more optimistic about the, like, fall of fascism back in the day. Like, you know, if you were an average person, like, if you knew anything about anything, you still, like, you know, whatever, like, fascism was still an obvious problem, but... You know, most people felt, oh, yeah, we, we licked the, the Krauts and now it's over. And now it's all about communism that we have to defeat. Um, yeah, ignore the Turner Diaries. Yeah, ignore the Turner Diaries. Um, and so when you want to make a story that features heavily about Nazis in are in the 80s, you're probably going to have a lot more of a like, like... I don't want to say optimistic view, but you're going to have a lot more of like a light view about the concept of like fascism and like the idea of like homegrown fascism. And I say all this pretending like, uh, Margaret Thatcher just doesn't exist, I guess. Um, yeah. and like the fact that there are comics in this time period that are specifically <laughs> about the ho- grow the growth of homegrown domestic fascism specifically within uh you know britain specifically uh yes look we don't talk about v people should read v for vendetta it's very important i think it's a very critically important comic that it just has parts that have not aged well unlike this where i just think this was a mistake i don't think they should have done this But hey, this is a pretty good cover. (laughs) The cover's funny. The cover is funny. Um, The cover is like all of the Excaliburs are laid out in a museum. And like (laughs) Brian is stealing his own costume from the museum. That's like ill-fitting, which is really funny. And you got
1: a bunch of dinosaur people who are also tourists. (laughs) Like a
0: bunch of weird dinosaur people. So I guess to get into this... Um, we roll back the timeline a little bit, uh, to what happened when all of them, uh, left the lighthouse to go do their dumb Manhattan adventure with the Inferno Arc. Uh, they, uh, uh, Lockheed, their little dragon friend, um, you know, stayed behind. What with being a little dragon man, I guess. I guess they couldn't get him through customs. He, he couldn't get a little aviator's (laughs) outfit in his size. (laughs) Um... And he's like, oh boy, my humans are back. Only to find out that they've been replaced by a bunch of identical copies who are all Nazis. Uh, not
1: all of them. One specifically is missing.
0: Uh, yeah. that I was going like, to uh, like, I wonder if that was like, I wondered the whole time whether or not that was something that was like important. Or just the fact that like Rachel is a weird time artifact. Um. Well, it-
1: I mean, it's not super important, but it, it is. It's because she is from an alternate dimension. Yeah, she she is like that. Real... Is also the future.
0: Yeah, alternate timeline futures. <laughs> Marvel. But yeah, Comics. let's
1: let us let let's let's talk about these uh these fucking Nazi Excaliburs. Oh,
0: they suck. They're called the Lightning Squad or something, the Lightning Force. Yeah, uh, they suck, and I hate them all. Um fuck i uh oh, this is such a fucking uncomfortable plot line to talk about uh because uh specifically uh i mean there's a lot that's bad to talk about here um there is almost something to be said about the idea of like an england in an alternate timeline readily accepting like you know fascist yeah. nazi rule
1: yeah we, we just talked about a comic that did that right
0: yeah but like every other part of this sucks like, I don't know. There's something just really kind of uncomfortable. I'm I'm avoiding talking about the really obvious one. The one I'm going to focus on a little bit that also sucks, I think, is making Kurt like a Nazi sucks hmm. for obvious reasons. Like, it's like, because it's something of a cliche to be like, oh, well, he's German. Hari, har, har. That means he'd be a Nazi, which, like, is such a, like, is so um, ahistoric, That, like, every single German person was a Nazi. Like, that the idea that, like, fascism was such a, like, mind-controlling event that it turned every single person that ever, uh, like, lived in Germany into a Nazi, which is just not a good way of looking at fascism. Like, fascism is a, like, is evil by degrees, you know? Like, it's not just, you know, every single person's, like, shoveling Jews into the, the, the ovens. It's it's all of it, the like other bastards who support that that entire system and ecosystem the people who are just sort of ignorant or blind or just sort of like complicit in in a kind of like lazy citizen kind of way but there's also just like people that weren't nazis that were german like that like they're hmm. they're they're not every single one of them was like a fascist thing so it just sucks
1: oh, oh. yeah and let me bring out the the other elephant in the room well, his backstory I, yeah
0: his backstory is also that he's like is he Roma or, like, Romani, or is he just raised by them? He was raised by them. Okay.
1: Yeah, because he lived in a circus. Yeah. And, uh, you know what uh, the Romani are known for? Yeah. Circuses. <laughs> Circuses,
0: which I guess is a nice <laughs> way of looking at it.
1: Um, yeah. So, look, it's, one it's, of, it's a very American way of
0: looking at it. One of the top uh, uh, Nazi targets were like outside of Jews, which we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, were are the Romani people. This this is frustrating. <laughs> this is d- fucking stupid. They shouldn't have fucking done this. <laughs> like they 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 just wanted to do a ha ha funny funny. Like what if they were all Nazis in an alternate dimension? Wouldn't that be fucked up? But like. There are multiple characters on this team where that doesn't work. You have to think about it. You have to consider it because you've made these characters have these backstories. They can't just be isolated from those kind of things. It's really gross and inconsiderate. And I guess that should lead me into talking about Kitty. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I, I oh, don't man. like oh, this oh man this is it's so gross like the way that like <laughs> um right, let,
1: let's get into this okay, alright yeah. let's talk about what she looks like
0: yeah it's it's uh, something like, alright so she's what
1: she's in what would be a normal kitty outfit except it's got big flowing robes and a big hoodie and her head is shaved and she has a star of david tattoo on her forehead
0: yeah it's as
1: she is drawn emaciatedly
0: yeah it's not always apparent in every single panel but when like our like normal timeline kitty like sees her it's like Obviously, apparently, she's, like, extremely gaunt and fragile and looks like an old woman despite being the same age because of how, like, starved and emaciated she is. And it's one of those things where, like, on the one hand, like, I guess, like, I wouldn't want it to be something else, but at the same time, this sucks. Like, they, (laughs) it's fucked to say that they should have just killed her, you know what I mean? Like, they should have just not put her in the comic. They should have just said, yep, we exterminated her because that's what the Nazis do. And then just never dwelt upon it. But they wanted to have those, like, parallels and equivalences. So we now have this kind of, like, physical avatar of the Holocaust. (laughs) Like, a living atrocity. Um, And the comic just is not equipped to deal with... Because we're going to no, get into it later. The way they handle the Nazis makes me want to throw up. It makes me yeah. want to quit this fucking podcast. Yeah,
1: Excalibur is not the comic book you would want to t- talk about the Holocaust
0: in. Yes, I don't think... Despite the fact that several characters in the X-Men are like obviously connected to the Holocaust, um, yeah. I don't think the X-Men should be talking about Holocausts. <laughs> Uh, Just sort of at all. Or, like, if it's going to, it can't... I don't want to say both sides, because they definitely both sides it at times. (laughs) They both sides... Magneto killing uh, fucking Red Skull with a brick. Um, That shit sucks. But they kind of... They're kind of, like, what do I want to say? Like, limp-wristed about it? They're kind of um, ineffectually liberal about the way that they deal with the Nazis in this particular storyline. Yeah, especially
1: in this, like, and and especially since Excalibur is the lightweight, fun one.
0: Yeah, they're they're goofy. Like the, I was praising the arcade one because they were in a giant, hilarious pie fight. Where like the pies are experiencing the horrors of war because that's funny. But like this arc makes that less funny in contrast. Yeah. The- The problem is they are pulling
1: from, like, the genre of the Nazi exploitation film, Mm -hmm. but reminding you that, oh, yeah, the Holocaust exists. Remember that? Yeah. And it's It's one of those where they're doing just enough to remind you, oh, wait, this entire genre is shit.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, they just fucking, they shouldn't have. Shouldn't have done this, but we do actually have to talk about like the, the the arc that's happening. So the Nazis show up and they beat up Lockie. That's what happens. They're all awful. They're like terrible people, obviously. Um,
1: uh, also, also Brian and Megan are there, and they they just they've got slightly different uniforms. <laughs> that also Brian's is I will say if you're gonna do a Nazi superhero thing, pay, putting the swastika into the design of the stripes.
0: Yeah, it is. I I I controversially think that it is a solid design for a Nazi because is it it is also not just like you know you know Captain Nazi and he's just wearing like a big swastika and there's no like aesthetic to it which like would is again also historic because the Nazis fucking loved their aesthetic they loved working all of their dumb shit into their fashion like this this is this would have been like a like a Hugo Boss design Nazi uniform uh, yeah
1: they would love. Love to have a fashion designer design their uniforms, and it is horrible to wear.
0: Yeah, it's the same reason why, like, I I don't hate Kurt's like evil Nazi outfit, or it's just this insane. What if Nightcrawler was also like an like a like a military general with a sash?
1: Yeah, like like a German Baron.
0: Yeah, it, it looks ridiculous, and he's these big wraparound says shades and shit. But anyways. It, Fucking ignore all that for, like, fucking 10 to 20 minutes. Um, because we get to actually have a... I don't know. Captain Britton gets an arc in this arc, which I yeah. like. Like, Cam Britton is kind of weird because he's this weird brick joke where he's not... He's not connected to any of the other characters except for in an incredibly tangential way. And it just feels like a completely different comic book character because he literally is, obviously. Mm. Um... And they don't integrate him very well, and that's kind of the joke almost to him. But it also leaves him a little bit in the lurch that he doesn't have, like, a lot of the same melodrama, except for that he's an alcoholic and his relationship with Megan sucks. But it it feels like they're still building towards, like, dealing with any of those in any real meaningful way. Um, Yeah. All his
1: melodrama is relationship-based.
0: Yeah, and it just doesn't feel like it's, like, quite... Sprung yet, like it's being built up to, but it hasn't mm. quite gotten there yet. It feels like we haven't. Like the, it's Megan and uh, Brian seem like they're in the like the kind of relationship problem, where they're just not talking about their relationship. Like they're yeah. they're in the, like they're together and they clearly love each other, but there's obviously like a lot of problems and they're just not addressing them because yeah. they're also dealing with work. It's just that work is superheroes. That's yeah. the only real difference. Um, and
1: yeah, they got some best friends that they they got feelings for yes. both of them. Um, Unfortunately, I... the feelings are not both towards Nightcrawler, <laughs> which is ridiculous uh, <laughs> and unrealistic, in my opinion. Look, no, it is incredibly realistic that Brian is the straightest man alive. Yeah, that's
0: fair. He is the designated straight man. <laughs> um, fuck, but don't. Uh, fuck. So yeah, he's getting uh beat up by uh Kitty, uh in a uh loose training exercise to try and like gauge because he's like they've noticed that he can't fly and stuff like that so he's like they're trying to figure out like what like what's wrong with them but it also is just really an excuse to like for kitty to like humiliate him which like i don't know if it's supposed to be that she's still bitter from him smashing up all of her software that she made with doug or like she just doesn't like him very much but both are really funny (laughs) I mean, also,
1: it's just a danger room, which is an excuse to make that characters get got. Yeah, I mean, it is an off- It is not even the danger room; it is the training room, which is yeah.
0: different. Yeah, it's specifically stated to not be the danger room, as as if like <laughs> we can't physically be there for legal reasons. Yeah, um, yep, yeah. and we get to
1: see like a Brit, uh, Brian try and lift this comically like greebled, uh, uh. Uh, dumbbell yeah there's like a series like, of tubes and
0: stuff that make no sense yeah,
1: yeah that's like we, well it's it's okay the tubes push down to make it heavier so don't worry about it yeah don't worry about it don't worry about how hydro- how
0: hydraulics work i do i do really enjoy him getting like beaten up and he's, he's like all right i need to like <laughs> i need to stand somewhere and like the floor giving away and i'm just kind of <laughs> flapping his arms like an yeah, idiot
1: yeah, it's a, we gotta test your agility, and we'll do test your flying too. Uh, oh no, oh yeah. no, I don't have either of those.
0: There's also something really funny to me about uh, Brian just wearing like X Men branded pants. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> they needed to get him in some clothes, and they're in the X Mansion, so there's just some X Men branded pants yeah, everywhere.
0: Oh, God, like, do they? Have, like, it's funny to like, like, I don't even know who could he, like, like, what pants that, like he'd fit into. <laughs> Uh the man is a giant uh, wall. Uh,
1: uh, 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 Meta-molecules or whatever. <laughs> Don't worry
0: about it. Yeah, they're, they're very stretchy pants. And very stretchy boots somehow. Um, fucking...
1: <laughs> yeah, but Brian's not the only one having problems.
0: Kurt slinks out of, like, a fucking, like, great, like, a goblin. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. got such a good face. it's uh, so good. Um, fucking... Man, they've, I, I love that they've really keyed into him having like, um, like, uh, uh, like unbuttoned shirts. Like he's fucking Favio. Like that's going to be his look when he's not wearing yeah. his costume. Amazing. Love it. It's so good. It works for him. <laughs> it's, oh man, it's so funny seeing him because it's supposed to be him like doing like, like maintenance and <laughs> just like hmm. a ma- like a maintenance and like an unbuttoned shirt is so funny to me. Um, but yeah, apparently, like yeah, Megan's uh f- weird sort of uh uh metamorph powers uh go haywire whenever she's too close to people, it seems, and she's not focusing, so she's they-
1: just doing chameleon stuff to whoever's the closest,
0: yeah. Uh, which has a interestingly bad a reaction when Rachel just shows up. Like again, she is she is dressed for the nine to the nights for no reason.
1: She's dressed to go out tonight. She's gonna hit hit, hit the bar, hit some nightclub, yeah. hit the
0: discotheque. Like she's wearing fucking like she 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 is wearing like insane fishnets and shit like for no reason. Um, deranged, uh, but, uh, for whatever reason, um, I'm sure this will come up later, um, when, uh, Megan, like, does her, uh, copying thing, it seems to react extremely negatively to the whole Phoenix thing. Um, they... Well,
1: Rachel also reacts extremely negatively to someone else being, being her inside her mind.
0: It's real bad. Um uh
1: really fucks up the not danger room. <laughs> they
0: explode this the training room. Um uh and they, they both describe it as if they were like drowning, which seems pretty fucking awful. I do love fucking uh Brian like what the hell's going on? And he's just covered in various colored liquids. Yeah. Like he'd just he been d- into like a paintball range.
1: Yeah. He didn't dodge.
0: <laughs> a really funny funny ass image
1: yeah uh, they're like yeah we should probably go see uh one of the scientist people we know like Moyer mctaggart or read fucking richards <laughs> yeah hey he exists i regret to inform you this is a shared universe
0: yes unfortunately <laughs> it's just it's always weird when like x-men refer to non-x-men characters you know what i mean mm. like there's like an extra layer deep that it always feels a bit strange like, it's weird to think about how many X-Men just know Spider-Man. Like, just, it just always seems weird to me. Because the tones are kind of weird and different. Um. Uh, meanwhile, in the fucking Hellfire Club...
1: <laughs> Do you want to well, explain well, the Hellfire Club? Alright, well, first we gotta explain that when they, they just talk about Maury McTaggart and then they take a call and it's like, oh no... Something weird's going on with Morrie and Taggart. we actually got to get, get back to London.
0: Yeah, into the funny X-Plane.
1: Yeah, back, back to what we were talking about, the Hellfire Club. Yeah. All right, so uh, uh, the Hellfire Club is based on, like, a real club. Yeah. And not quite as much bondage in the real club, but it is for incredibly rich people yeah it, it's, Real, it's
0: it's like a rich person's playhouse club for for yeah. for bored rich people it's like um bohemian grove that's what it makes me think of yeah that's the same kind that, of vibe. That's,
1: yeah and the luckily the uh the 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 various kings and queens have not showed up so i do not need to explain <laughs> what their various deals
0: are <laughs> don't have to explain emma frost or or Celine, yeah, or Celine, or fucking uh, what's his name, uh, Sebastian Shaw again, um, or, or Magneto, or Magneto, or so many other people are part of the Hellfire Club. <laughs> it's again, it's very hard to sympathize with like X Men characters, not because like like they're it's it's hard to understand the the difficulties of being a mutant it's because so many of them are so fucking wealthy like so many of them are independently wealthy so to the point where they can own castles and mansions and are part of an elite group of um fucked up rich weirdos that pretend not to fuck all day like that's 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 the level of money they all have and it it's really alienating frankly
1: Look, it's already alienating that Wolverine can continue to buy more motorcycles after he crashes them every month.
0: <laughs> True. Uh, fuck. <laughs> they just, they're just hanging out around in, in Canada. You just go out, you pick them off the tree. I, I believe you. Uh, <laughs>
1: but yeah, we have uh, we have uh, our, our, our boy, uh, Nigel. Yeah, our, our uh, favorite
0: sexual predator, Nigel. Yeah.
1: He he uh, he's he's in the Hellfire Club, but not because of him, but because he got invited by somebody else. Yeah, he he's he's got taken by Courtney Ross as you know. Yeah, I'll take you with me. Whatever. Yeah, as a local stooge, and, and he is very dumb. He is so dumb.
0: Yeah. yeah but
1: also, we have the face, the most British face on one of these dudes that I just love. Yeah, Love well, this guy who's all nose. He's
0: so inbred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's incredible. Yeah, th- and this but is yeah. and this is still um actually what's her name uh, uh the like evil, fashy Opaluna Saturnine in disguise. Yeah,
1: Opaluna Saturnine, but with numbers. Yeah, as opposed to the other Opaluna Saturnine. Yeah, well, it's all letters.
0: Yeah, the one that has like the fashy, like kind of like hmm. iron cross looking pro- symbol yeah. on her on her thigh
1: yeah and 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 nigel's normal guy talking all bad about his boss and oh no she's right behind me isn't she
0: <laughs> yeah the, the the fucking mcu didn't invent that shit <laughs> and
1: and her re- thing is hey you want to do a little game of chance i definitely am not going to play you
0: yeah want me to and so she proceeds to con him out of all of his money yeah, um, and he can't pay with, that. So
1: with a very basic draw high, and where each round it doubles, and he keeps winning and thinks nothing of it. Yeah, and does not quit while he's ahead.
0: Of course, that's that's always how these work. Yeah, but of course he draws the king of hearts and she draws the ace of spades.
1: Um, yeah, and now uh, he's her pet. Yeah. Don't think too hard about that.
0: Yeah, don't look at any of that stuff um
1: not 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 yet anyway oh no
0: oh no (laughs) um meanwhile the tower of london
1: um our last bit of joy this incredibly british man
0: yeah this fucking british museum guide i like i do i think it's always kind of funny when they have to like integrate their dumb superhero stuff into like an existing like it's, like, a, an actual museum, but, of course, it also has, like, one of Captain Britain's old costumes.
1: Yeah. And and other, you know, other uh, uh, British superheroes, you know, like Spitfire and Union Jack, you know them, right?
0: Yeah. You've heard them. And of I should mention,
1: book. this guy is speaking with the most Claremontian dialogue oh, he can.
0: Oh, it's great. I did want to point out that there's, like, a good, like, uh like written joke here, where his accent is so bad that he can't say, like, or, like, so, like, affected. I guess I shouldn't say bad. But it's it's so affected that he can't. He, when he says like the who organization, it's the ooh yeah. organization. Um, uh, oh, that's
1: a ooh, it's ooh headquarters.
0: Yeah, who? that's right. What? No ooh. Yeah, it's a stupid joke, but I do I do enjoy it. I have to cling to something here. Um, fucking uh, and.
1: And and like all side characters, they they walk into uh, uh our our little silver silver headed Muppet who is currently a, a archway and teleported away.
0: Yeah, for some reason they they do be yeah, fucking uh, around a bit.
1: Just just to the the silver headed Muppet is named Widget. Just to make it easier to talk about.
0: Yay! <laughs> I it it, it, it was so annoying. <laughs> It comes up later. Yeah, we do get so, later I'm, in this I'm, this arc. So yeah, they are they are. I guess they are named here as Widget. Yes. Fucking. Uh, Alastair Stuart Stewart, Stewart uh, twin brother of Alessandre. Uh, I'm saying that with way too much accent. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Stewart, which is the head of who, which is things that we have to care about right now, even though it's really hard to. Um, yeah. They're they talking about the dumb Nazis that are in their captivity, uh, when a bunch of lizards show up.
1: Yeah, so that are dressed like the uh, the the tourist and the incredibly British man who is guiding them through the museum. I, I but do, now they're dinosaurs.
0: I do like that they worked in so that like because like the the like the museum guide had like the big like. Mustache that like the big handlebar mustache thing mm-hmm. Not handlebars but the like They're like the mutton chops that go into a mustache Yeah So like the dinosaur equivalent has like a face f- Fringe that looks a mm. lot like that Which I think is quite funny Yeah
1: and I, I yeah. do like that he's still British And the the tourists are still American Yeah They're just dinosaur Americans
0: <laughs> They're just dinosaur Americans <laughs> 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 It's just the fucking plot of the Mario movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, just thinking about that, like, opening where it's, like, billions of years, uh, DC. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
1: and, and since they're interacting with the police, let me tell you about Theodore Rex. Oh,
0: fuck, do we have to talk about Theodore Rex? <laughs> no.
1: No one ever has to talk about Theodore Rex. Um.
0: Uh,
1: Instead, we get to talk about the Nazis again. Oh boy! Are you, are you ready for all joy to be sucked out? Oh
0: fuck! All the joy. Yeah, the fucking the lightning force, uh, the lightning mm. brigade. Um, they couldn't even like find like a German like sword to call it by. Um,
1: I mean, it, they're they're blitz squads. So yeah, blitz or blitz whatever squad is in German. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, just, I was just thinking about, like, if you're gonna do those parallels, like, if you're gonna do it like that, then you could have probably found, like, some German sword to call it as opposed to Excalibur, just to make it, like, hmm. thematically equivalent, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, fucking, uh, Nazi Brian is disguised as regular Brian, um, which also looks hilarious when he's trying to wear, like, a regular suit and just looks like yeah. a double-wide minivan still. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's distracting the pair of guards because and, and just using the fact that he looks... Definitely, I'm going to look like somebody else in this alternate universe, so whatever. Yeah. Let me through. And one of the guards is one of those ceremonial guards who's like 80 years old with a spear. Yeah. And the other guy, at least, is, you know, got a gun.
0: Yeah. It's like a more modern uh, military, which is funny. <laughs> it's, it's a funny visual gag.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a little it's a good little bit and then uh yeah he he distracts them and we get to see all of these nazis uh trying to stealth away to to uh rescue their you know other nazis
0: yeah but because if we from previous arcs uh a train got teleported via widget uh and i guess they seem to swap things like yeah. it, it seems to be how the power works so when they swapped out uh, Moira Taggart and uh, Callisto, whatever, mm-hmm. Queen of the Morlocks, uh, they'd swapped out with the Nazi versions. And so they've been, like, t- t- hanging out here because the the WHO organization the, 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 the doesn't know what to do with them, so...
1: Does know that they're Nazis, so pr- are not to be trusted. But other than that, they're just like, I guess we just hold on to them.
0: Yeah, I don't like this part where a black woman exists in this scene just so that Callisto can be racist towards her. Yeah. Because up until this point, there hasn't been a lot of, like, people of color even being physically present in the comic.
1: Nope, not at all.
0: Uh, unless you count Kurt, uh, who is blue. And... Well, they,
1: they, they just had their New York adventure where uh, uh, Megan got to be every uh, person of color.
0: Yeah. So, like, what happens is they're, like... You know, they've got them, like, uh, in in captivity or, like, basically house arrest. And then, like... I can't say Nazi Kitty Pride, but, like, from the Nazi dimension... Uh, mm-hmm. Kitty Pride like, zoops through and, like, takes the person... This uh, random black woman. And I'm only fixating on it because, again this character didn't exist until this panel basically yeah um she
1: does not exist after these two panels
0: yeah like and i uh i don't okay uh i don't like the way that they draw her either i don't like the way that they always they, they draw kitty like a demon in a bunch of shots Yeah, and they're trying to do something with this where they're trying to go like okay this is how horrible that they were to her that like the that her even her like physical visage is like affected by the abuse of like the nazis but like you also just recreated like actual fascist propaganda about jewish people um and, and she's being
1: a vampire in this scene also
0: yeah it's really it sucks like you again you shouldn't have done this and again, this black woman only exists so that Callisto can yell out like, Ah, oh, irony, one mongrel dealing with another. And it's like ah, don't don't write that. <laughs> don't. Yeah.
1: As as Callisto is dressed up in exercise gear that escaped from a from some Nazi exportation film in the sixties.
0: Yeah, I just it just sucks. I don't... I, I just... I can't... I I'm. I feel like I'm at a loss for words because it's hard... Like, it, it's just... It's so... D- disrespectful. <laughs> like, the way that it's... Like, the way that the Nazis are used here as, like, villains but in a way where the comic isn't mindful of the depiction that they're kind of doing with it. Um. But... Anyways, um, well, anyways, dinosaurs, yeah, the dinosaurs and uh, Nazi Brian, uh, um, uh, is like, I'm tired of this shit, <laughs> he's gonna beat them to death. But luckily, uh, Kitty's there to phase them through as you do,
1: yeah, gets to save cops and dinosaurs, yeah, one of those is a good thing to save,
0: yeah. Uh, Phoenix just kind of like picks Nazi Brian up <laughs> into the air <laughs> and holds him like a toddler, which is yeah. quite funny. Um, and is planning to like brain assault him, I guess. Uh, but oh no, uh, Kitty uh gets to see the other one. Um, and I guess this Kitty Pride's powers work differently, or I guess it gets said later, but like I guess just to say it, like it's like normal kitty pride when she phases through machines it fucks them up this version does the same but for like physically alive objects so she's able to like incapacitate people by phasing through them um so she takes out uh a very confused uh uh regular kitty pride uh and that's enough to disable phoenix because again she's always telling that minorly telepathically connected so when her focus was broken she was able to get beaten up by brian and
1: and more than minorly telepathically connected with kitty yeah as comes up repeatedly
0: um
1: but yes he gets distracted which means uh nazi brian just punches her like across the 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 all of britain yeah she just gets zooted out of the building
0: yeah, Nightcrawler does his Nightcrawler acrobatic stuff, but is unfortunately stopped by his evil doppelganger. Um, and they have like a weird banff off, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah.
1: And, and unfortunately, uh, uh, because, uh, because, uh, Nazi Kurt w- was pro Mutant Massacre, he never got, you know, fucked up.
0: <laughs> um, then that sucks for him. So he gets incapacitated. Yeah. And then, like, Nazi Megan shows up and it's like, Sorry I was late! <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. This comic book definitely does not set things up.
0: Yeah, it definitely doesn't set things up. And then they, uh, you know, sort of round the corner, blast the hole through the walls they're about to leave, and it, it all comes down to Brian, who's... Who's uh, who's uh, not feeling so hot and wearing his old costume that he doesn't fit in anymore. Which yeah, is <laughs> just... really funny.
1: The outfit is just hanging on with an inch of its life to, like, exploding.
0: Yeah. There's a considerable amount of the fight that he's about to have in the next issue where he's more concerned about how his outfit's gonna explode off of him. <laughs> just such a funny energy the only thing i could take from this like the thing that i will i'm going to choose to fixate about because i don't like the nazi stuff sucks is that because this gets to fall onto brian who previously was weakened which is cool because it allows him to have like a more of a moment like there is more tension and stakes to this and getting to fight like direct parallels and it's like the entirety of his team is also fun it's always fun having like a guy like the the like the goober of the group having to step up the fact that it's like this giant muscle man is also kind of fun that like he's been the goober up to this point he has just been the muscle and he's not even just been especially good muscle like he got laid out by juggernaut like
1: yeah uh, yeah the, the, he he's the muscle but there's way bigger muscles out there
0: yeah he hasn't had actually a lot of opportunity to like do anything cool um so this fight is actually kind of awesome in that regard because he, it does start with him getting his head absolutely kicked in by fucking. Uh, I can't even pronounce like Captain Nazi England's name because it's just you know Captain Britain, but you know in German. Yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> well, the rest of the crew watches him get his head kicked in.
1: Um, yeah, as, as as they destroy a historical monument of of
0: castle. Yeah. Uh the fucking Nazi Moira escapes. The fucking dinosaur family is still wandering around. Uh which is really funny.
1: I mean, yeah, they they just watched a, a, a Nazi totally get own a bunch of other people and they're like, "Yeah, we're out of here." But it- I still have no clue where to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately one of the uh <laughs> the average uh the average uh british weather uh of a dense fog is making it impossible for anyone to navigate around uh during this fight um, fucking
1: and as americans they they hear all the gunfire and think nothing of it
0: yeah no this is an average whatever uh fucking uh uh, normal Brian gets a good punch on him. I do like it. Oh man, I punched a big tower. That's gonna like nobody's gonna like that. But oh no, it puts the little child ty- child dinosaur in danger. Um,
1: and, and Brian gets to be a hero and and save save a child.
0: Yeah, it's it's cool. I like him saving this dinosaur child without thinking anything above it. Yeah. It's
1: great. Yeah, it's to prove he he's much better than the Nazi version. He just you know rescue someone. Unfortunately, uh, Nazi Shadow Cat is there.
0: Yes, and so she just incapacitates him and then Nightcrawler like like Nazi Nightcrawler, uh, fucking bamps him about to like really rattle him. Uh, and all hope seems lost as fucking uh Nazi Brian like pulls him up by his giant <laughs> hair <laughs> Uh and is gonna punch him in one last hit. And I do actually really love the fucking next panel where he's just like he seems like he got his strength back and he punches yeah. it's a very cartoony puncher he punches him out of the panel with a big pow yeah. while well, while he's
1: thinking good grief do I really sound so pompous
0: i don't know like that's uh okay i don't like them being nazis but like cuz there's like i don't know there's so much that like it's it's so it's so hard not to think about like the fact that like the idea of mult like because of the multiverse thing is supposed to be that like you know Th- these events created this version of you, but you're still relatively the same because that's how like that's how you sell action mm-hmm. figures. Um, but like the like of all the people that I think actually does kind of benefit from having a sort of like evil, like like mirror version of yourself. I think Brian's the best of it because a lot of his like own baggage and issues are really like being this kind of like self absorbed doofus who's kind mm-hmm. of like. An alcoholic and he's sort of like bad with his girlfriend and his all of his issues come back down to like being a dude like he's very like kind of this like patriarchal muscle man character I don't think he's even necessarily intended to be that way he just kind of is like a generically like you know I handle my problems my own way and he internalizes all that stuff and like refuses to like really like get help. And when he's like presented with options of like, okay, we can figure this out, Brian, he's kind of like wishy washy about the idea that like, ah, eh, well, you know, maybe we'll like figure it out, but you know, who cares? Like, cause it, and it seems to more come from a place of like not really wanting to like depend on other people. And that's like mm-hmm. kind of his thing. And so like, you know, being getting to be like this heroic, like a more heroic version and getting to see this like dark version of yourself who like, like, cause like, because it's a multiverse version of himself that's essentially the same kind of personality but a fascist weirdo about it getting to see like all of his vo- flaws presented in a much worse version of himself and finding that like annoying and like like and and hating that part of himself i think is like p- like character growth yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think yeah, um, and, and and on a different level it's just
1: he is a character who represents a a specific nation and, and seeing that maybe... Uh, oh, wait. What if nationalism is bad? Mm-hmm. It's always a good thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, him just doing the heroic thing and saving a random dinosaur. Uh, which is a weird thing to say.
1: A dinosaur who's not even a citizen of, of 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 Dinosaur UK.
0: Yeah, we are, in fact, stretching just, like, a tiny bit. But I do like this. And it's, like, I think that it's hard... Because it's also hard to hate, like, you know... It's, okay, everyone's been taken out, there's, you know, there's one last member of the team, and we gotta depend on him, but, like, you know, he's not doing so hot, he's, like, he's, he's, he's pretty weak right now, and, like, okay, what does he do, and he's, and, and the the thing that he does that, like, sets him apart from his, like, villainous counterpart is just choosing to save a random person in the middle of the fight, and that seems to be what it takes to get his power back, uh, to some degree, and it's what turns the tide is really cool. And I do, I'm, I'm always a really big sucker for like, like, you know, okay, I'm down and out and there's no way to beat this guy. And then the sudden turn, the sudden burst of strength that it's the thing that comic books are great about where you turn the page and he just punches them into next week. Um, but I don't love that nearly as much as I love Megan getting to be the actual star. Yeah. Um. because she's been to be smart she's been in disguise potentially this whole time like not this whole time whole time but it's unclear except for one part that it kind of implies they switched that megan has been in disguise as captain nazi megan for a for a bit and she's at least been this whole time waiting for the right opportunity to strike and that time is brian punching nazi brian into space and, and,
1: that, and so she punches Nazi Nightcrawler through through uh, sh- the evil shadow cat. which and
0: th- rules is so fucking yeah. and punches him so hard and knocks his smug glasses off. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's fucking great. Um, I love how she just flies over to Moira, who's got a gun, and just grabs it out of her hand <laughs> like a child,
1: and, and and just backhands uh uh, uh more uh, Nazi uh. uh uh, Callisto, they're just both taken out in two seconds,
0: yeah, which is awesome. I love, I love uh, Megan getting to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> Establishes the official power ranking <laughs> who would win in a fight, Megan and Callisto. Um, I mean, which is, is a very
1: easy power ranking because Callisto's power is I can stab a person pretty good, god, not storm good, but above average,
0: <laughs> above average stabber. Um, but yeah, like they, they they don't feel like that. They, they don't seem to have really any way of um dealing with uh uh Nazi Shadow Cat. I don't I don't feel right about saying that, but I don't there's not really a good way of saying she, this. Uh Yeah, it's we could just say evil. Yeah, evil. She's from the Nazi dimension, like you yeah. know, whatever. It it sucks. But they don't have a way of of uh, dealing with her, but luckily Rachel's flown back and just kind of like yoinks her. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> just she's like, yeah, I've got, don't worry about it, psychic.
0: Um. Don't.
1: And, uh, yeah. And then we are in the, 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 just the void.
0: Yeah, it just is the void. <laughs> yeah, fucking, uh, uh, Alistair Stewart and, uh, Shadowcat are just in a void. Um, it's. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about, um, I don't, I don't know how I feel about how attractive everyone seems to think, uh, Aleister Stewart is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah th- they're, like, he's so attractive. Like, he's, he's just a dude.
0: He's yeah. Just,
1: he's no nightcrawler. Come on.
0: I do think it's, it is cute when he's like trying to like wake her up and he's like, <laughs> if I'm speaking average, that's probably just what it, <laughs> the queen's English <laughs> sounds to Americans. It's just a good joke.
1: Yeah. I was trying to take your pulse, couldn't.
0: Yeah, because he just phased through everything. But yeah, she's uh, she's uh, seems to be f- smitten with this random dude, which I don't. Know. I don't know how I feel about it. it she is fifteen. Re- yeah, I was gonna say she's like fifteen, right? Which, like, well, like, like, there's nothing technically wrong with like having like a younger character be kind of like, oh yeah, this older guy is hand is attractive, and I want to do stuff to him. And that just being, like, a kind of, like, flirt, like a silly ch- teenager crush thing. But, like, mm. it gets kind of weird in this issue. So I don't like it. Or, like, this this arc, I guess. These arc of yeah. issues. So I don't like it very much. The slightly more important thing is that Widget is there. Uh, makes a doorway into another place with, like, a weird Amazon woman. Mm. Um... Uh, they need to like close the door cl- like fast, and uh, luckily Kitty is like a universal like off switch to technology. Uh,
1: Although Alistair, uh as, as always, has no sense of self-preservation, and she's <laughs> like, "Hey, hey, giant lady! Oh, there's a doorway. How about I just walk through it?" <laughs> and Kitty has to be like, "No, no, that's not." Yeah,
0: like again, this is like the weird thing where it's like. Like, sorry, lady. I agree, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But I saw him first. It's like, I don't, I don't like that. I, I don't, I don't like the way that that's written. It's weird. It's, it's, it is not. It is not an especially well written uh, yeah. bit of dialogue. Internal yeah. dialogue.
1: Kitty going from zero to eleven, and like the. the... Over one page.
0: Yeah, over this, like, random sponge cake of a human being. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's not the worst part, but it definitely sucks. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, fucking, they're dealing with the Nazis, and I don't, I fucking hate this scene. I'm,
1: I'm, look, it, it's gonna get worse later, so. Yeah, fuck,
0: okay, so, like, Kitty has, like, some time to actually, like, talk to her Nazi doppelganger, or, like, kind of, like like see her like out in the open and like this other world kitty is like basically like responding to things that she hasn't said because it's like well i know you and you know me and it's i this is all the thought like the things i wouldn't think about myself if i was uh here and it's it's like fuck i don't like it's an obviously extremely traumatized and broken human being You know what with the Nazi stuff, yeah. But like the way that they handle the way they deal with this whole thing, because they kind of like okay. Because the reason why it sucks is because they're going to in in like a couple of pages make a comparison between Kitty being like a horribly abused, uh, essentially like attack dog for the Nazi regime to shit Rachel did, which is fake and made up. Yes. And this is a real holocaust that actually happened, and I don't like when comics do that. Like you shouldn't be making real world comparisons to like of actual atrocities to dumb bullshit that you made up, especially when it's being used as justifications for why you kind of have to waffle on this whole fucking situation. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't point
1: out your, your, your Holocaust comparisons for why you should, you should be, uh, do real politic with the Nazis.
0: The, the thing I also really hate is that Moira is just allowed to be racist and no one fucking smacks her. Like, she doesn't yeah. get punched or spit on or anything. They are so forgiving of this random bullshit white woman for being a fascist that, like, no one responds to in kind. Like, it's one of those things where I feel like that's somewhat of the times. Like, I don't think a comic book could get away with making a Nazi that unresponded to in the modern I don't know maybe they do um comics are written by bad people sometimes but like yeah. like I just I it's the, like I feel like this would be a big deal if if like a comic book today had like this level of like fucking mishandlement I guess but uh, what do I know um but fucking Kitty is understandably quite upset about yeah. the holocaust <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um, and 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 the, the the who's plan of yeah, we're just going to do a prisoner exchange. Yeah. Of their like 12 prisoners for r two and like uh may, maybe slightly more than two. I forget how many people are were were also on the uh Highland flyer.
0: Yeah, it's it's un it's unclear, but the important one's the only one's that matter is getting back McTaggart and uh Callisto back. Um but basically like fi- like phoenix is like okay uh, kid we're just gonna fly into this situation we're gonna go have a talk on the rooftops and i hate this i hate this so much because rachel's entire fucking uh point is we have to settle with the nazis yeah and that sucks
1: yeah that's I'll, also i'll say not a rachel thing you do normally here
0: okay yeah, that's, it, in the, in, so far what I've seen of Rachel seems out of character, so th- th- I guess it's nice to know that this feels insanely out of character. Yeah. Um, like. Yeah, if,
1: yes, e- even, you know, e- e- the more you know about Rachel, the more you're like, no, no, that's, that's not, that's not her.
0: Yeah, this is, this wouldn't happen.
1: Look, I know you created her and her response for every bit of dialogue she said beforehand, uh, mr claremonts but i disagree with you
0: <laughs> yes true um fuck but so the the the, the that's the sort of timber of this is is rachel is trying to talk kitty pride down from um the right thing <laughs> yeah. of killing them all and letting god sort of out yeah And, and,
1: and unfortunately our, our boy is also on Rachel's side.
0: Yeah. This is everyone. Every single character took out of character pills today. Like every single one of them. Um, but she's like, the one thing I'll kind of give to them is like, like, Hey, we're just a bunch of idiots that are loosely associated. What are we going to do against like an entire universe where the Nazis won? And yeah. like that's bleak in a way that I can kind of understand, but again, the previous conversation where like Rachel is trying to get Kitty to understand like fascism through the lens of her made up bullshit, where she was like a dog for the future, like she yeah. like like hounds were like mutant hunters in the future, right? Like that, yes. that was their old flavor. Yeah, they they were basically doing the concept of like like. Like the the sort of historical basis of, you know, like like getting Jews to round up Jews kind of thing. Like that's what the mutant comic book is trying to do, which sucks on its face. And I hate it because I hate the idea. Like I hate mutants trying to be allegories for things in the first place. Especially when they're trying to do allegories for real atrocities. But trying to use that fake thing to get her to understand the fucking real atrocity yeah. really sucks. Yeah.
1: Th- there's using allegories and then there's smushing allegories and real things together to, to minimize the real thing.
0: Yeah. It's just, again, like, I, I don't think they were thinking about any of this. Like, I pray that they weren't. I think that, I think that like in my my sort of like opening statement on all of this is that like, I think the like, average person just didn't think that, like, fascism happened anymore. Like, it, we won, we beat the Nazis, and that's it. There's there's some vague rumblings of Nazism out in the world, but it's never really big or a big problem or has any impact on our politics. It's just a thing that doesn't happen anymore. So it's easier, to I guess, to kind of write this type of dog shit where it exists only entirely in the hypothetical.
1: Nazis don't exist anymore now
0: Ronald Reagan that's different (laughs) again I brought up Mark Thatcher Um, (laughs) like it's all the same shit it's just that they weren't literally called Nazis I think is the problem that always gets people but yeah they basically have to like cut the line of like is it is your vengeance really worth McTaggart's life which like I don't know Future Morima Taggart will be one of history's greatest monsters, so... I don't think this is a really good deal, anyways. Well, she's not Beast, so... Oh, fuck. You're right. It's hard to choose (laughs) who is history's greatest monster. Vote now! (laughs) Vote now! On your T-Mobile cell
1: phones! You have so many choices from X-Men. All of them are heroes.
0: Yeah. X-Men fucking sucks. Um... But yeah, okay. I guess we should probably like nail the last issue. The the last little stinger is like, uh, Phoenix and 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 Rachel. Uh, that's Rachel, the same person. I'm getting <laughs> superhero names are hard to remember if you try to also use their real names. But Kitty and um, uh, uh, and uh, and, and Rachel are flying by the the Fraser Bank and uh, uh, Opalus Satar Nine, uh, <laughs> Seder Nine. Yeah. Uh, well, but-
1: that we'll do that to to, to just have her different from the other one.
0: Yeah, it's 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 because it's spelt more like it's saying Saturnine as opposed to yeah. Saturnine. But yeah, so Saturnine is just sitting there like you know, tinting tent, uh, her fingers evilly. um yeah. well, so, While
1: uh, while we we get to see uh, our, our 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 good friends on our, her little photos.
0: Yeah, thing. you can see the little photos on her desk as gatecrasher, which is great ah fuck last issue for today is blame it on phoenix also just called the price yep um the other part of this sucks uh and i don't care because it's just about a goober uh, you can yell that
1: yeah it's just nigel (laughs) nigel forbushar well i'll just say okay nigel just you know trying to get there on time because courtney said be there at at eight on the dot and he just just keeps getting got yeah misses the elevator just can barely run up the stairs and then rachel just you know gets bumped into and he goes down like a sack of potatoes
0: yeah we get uh, a weird scene where they go back to the lighthouse and like damn i really blew up the lighthouse didn't i yeah um that sucks Yeah. Uh, there is then a Let funny me
1: remind bit. you about everything that happened.
0: Yeah, there is a funny bit where <laughs> It's like all oh, my friends laughed at me because you put me in a baby outfit, you weirdo. Um and then when they get back there, um you, know, you got a soul sword is just in you know, a stone. Yeah. In front of the lighthouse like Ala Excalibur. Um which like, I don't know, like this scene's kind of cute. Um yeah.
1: It, it turns out the 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 our our hydrogen bomb could not move the sword.
0: Yeah, I do, but I like the dialogue of it. It's like we're roommates now, and I also hope we're friends. And like that's mm-hmm. cute. I like that. I like that. I like yeah. I like it trying to shed that bit of that ambiguity of like they're not just team members; they're also friends now. <laughs> that's cute.
1: And, and also explains, yeah, why, why did the sword come to her again? Oh, right. Uh, the the Iliana's soul came straight for Kitty. Don't.
0: <laughs> Don't it's, think about it.
1: It's That's, not a gay thing. Don't. That
0: That is one highlight of this arc, though, is between that and Kitty spending so much time thinking about what Rachel looks like. She spends yeah. so much of this thinking about how hot Rachel looks. It's really funny. <laughs> it's. I do not think they meant us to read into it, but she spends so much of this comic thinking about how attractive her friend.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's other parts in this run that will have us thinking about uh, Kitty's uh, sexuality that are much more explicit.
0: Awesome. That's one. That's one uh, positive. Um, but oh no, they see Lockheed, who I guess has just been unconscious for the last day. I guess.
1: Yeah. He, he, Lockheed doesn't have doesn't have a superhero costume, so he's just been knocked out instead of instantly recovering after like five minutes.
0: <laughs> Um, fucking Nigel's been given his little like goober task. Uh, she puts like an earring on him, yeah, which is like the weird same fashy kind of like it looks like an iron cross. That's why it looks so like I guess why it looks so fashy. It's like it's like an iron cross, but they added like one extra triangle, yeah, to they, it they, basically.
1: They they, they they it's an iron cross, but you take the bottom and, and elongate it so that it's more like you know a Christian cross,
0: yeah. It looks a little bit like a sword or something, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she gives her assignment, and you're gonna have to find Gate Crasher TechNet. Um I do like the really strangely drawn uh last panel where she's like smiling and saying, Don't fail me, because she's all like limited in black, but her eyes and her teeth are exposed, which makes her look like a modern analog and, horror monster. And and her boobs. Yes, you can't and get the cleavage. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So a very modern analog horror.
0: Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Um. A few days later, uh, in the middle of a fucking storm, um, Professor Stewart decides to show up, and he's like, Wowza! Cool! Rachel sure is hot!
1: <laughs> yeah, just constantly cartoon levels of, of talking about how hot she is.
0: Yowza! Um uh it's fucking great it's i don't no it's not great it i i enjoy how often they talk about it cuz it's funny but i don't like it 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 just seems creepy when it comes from like this random dude <laughs> yeah um
1: and it's not just a crowd shot where it's one random fault from one person in the crowd
0: yeah <laughs> fucking I hate that, like, again, Kitty is just thinking about how, like, like, it's funny, uh, like, it's funny and sapphic on one hand that she's spending a lot of her thoughts thinking about how hot Rachel looks. But it's specifically in the shitty straight guy written way of, like, like, it's because, you know, she's like, wow, this guy that I kind of have the hots for is here and I look like garbage and Rachel looks amazing. And, like, that makes me feel like shit, like more shit. Mm. Uh, and that sucks. That's bad writing. Don't do that. Yeah, because,
1: uh, reminder, uh, Kitty has the hots for this this this
0: sponge cake of a man. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, random, like, kinda Reed richard D looking motherfucker. <laughs> And the way that they just all professors looked like this back in in the day—this is just how you drew. What what if there was
1: a young professor?
0: Yeah, it's it's just what scientists looked like back in the day. Um, Christ, yeah, they're trying to figure out how to make Widget work. Yeah how how does
1: how does this thing work after we broke it?
0: Yeah. Um. Fucking. Which is the actual substance of this. But again, so much of it is spent, like, her thinking about how attractive her roommates are. Because it isn't, it, it's not just Rachel. She also thinks back to Ileana, who was also yeah. extremely high. Mm.
1: <laughs> it, 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 look, every one of her female roommates has been hot to her. But she sees nothing
0: about that, that that's gay. <laughs> she has never looked inwards and thought about it for a second um which is really funny <laughs> um but ugh, fuck uh meanwhile a sexual assault is about to happen yeah
1: yeah we we get uh nazi nightcrawler attempting to do a sexual assault but yeah. oh hey actually it was secretly Megan and she just fucking punts him through an entire door
0: Yeah, which is, again, fun that Megan gets to do a lot in this, but I fucking... I hate
1: this. Yeah, it's... It's... It's one of those, like... Like, I guess you put this here to be like, yeah, these these Nazis are
0: evil, but... It, this is not the way you do that. Yeah, it's not. You don't need to do a to, like a, uh, a like it. It's not like I, I say this say this all the time in Project Horizons, like the yeah. podcast, like the fucking actual podcast is originally started out it's, like you don't need to make characters commit sexual violence to be seen as evil. Like you, j- it just isn't necessary as a form of storytelling. We just kind of don't need to keep doing this anymore as a species. We, like, we get it. They're evil. They're sexual predators. That's a real problem to talk about. But it, it's not... It, you shouldn't be using it as shorthand to use, like to, to illustrate how evil a character is. He, we knew he was a bad guy because he's a Nazi. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's a Nazi. He's talked about, you know, the the lesser races already. Yeah, you we can, don't need to do anything else.
0: We can infer a whole bunch of stuff by the way he's dressed and shit. It's not necessary to really d- do this, but it is fun having Megan throw him through, a, like his. It says like he would have straight gone through that door <laughs> that she throws him into, but yeah, he but- bamps and then collapses because I guess like bamfing doesn't kill momentum. Like it's like a portal, yeah. like a portal, the video game portal.
1: Yeah, that that's how that's how his bans always worked. They okay, just, he, he...
0: I didn't know that. That's yeah.
1: That... He he's, when he could banf more times, he could like okay, I need to bamf upward to like cancel out my momentum. But if I but I need to do it right, otherwise I'll start going building up momentum again and still won't be able to come
0: down. That's that's interesting. I didn't know that at all. I had no idea yeah. that like it preserved like like motion that he as he teleported. It's it's,
1: it's it's where portal got the idea from clearly.
0: Yeah, obviously. Um
1: but yeah, he bamps, could misses the door and hits it to something <laughs> uh only slightly yes yielding. Yeah, speedy captain. Speedy Britain. Kurt
0: go in, speedy Kurt go out and it smashes yep. straight into a brick of cheese. <laughs> he just, um, crashes
1: into an entire
0: semi truck. Yeah. <laughs> um I do love like I love the paneling where like Megan is like ripped the door off the handle and is just giant, and then yeah. like Brian is holding uh, Nazi Kurt by the scruff of his neck like a creature. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I, and, and and actual Kurt's like yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I kind of knew he would do that. Yeah, I, because uh, <laughs> this is the evil version of what I do. Yeah, that's I also cross boundaries but in the charming way. Oh
0: fuck. Yeah, it's it's that like the like the office meme of like sexual harassment versus flirting, but it's fucking Kurt both times. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Um this is a real like written in the 80s kind of like mm-hmm. moment. Um I also like fuck. I just hate that like they don't they never put like like Callisto and like Nazi Callisto and Nazi uh, Moira like in handcuffs or anything like they're just around to parade around like they're normal people. Yeah, and it, it's
1: it's not like with Nazi Megan and Nazi Brian where the handcuffs wouldn't work. They would super work on those two.
0: Yeah, they're just like more or less regular people. They're just like whatever, right? Like yeah. I don't, like they're not super strong in any way. So there's literally no reason to be like that. It's just it's giving a it, like the, the and it's the reason why I keep fixating on that. There's a weird amount of like like not compassion, but like like uh uh like like class or something. Like there's a weird amount of like regularity that's given to these Nazis when they should not be treated with any degree of respect at all for being Nazis. And it's just like like it just, it's just, it's like the little things that are just really fucking annoy me about this stuff. It it feels like they retreated
1: like like some kind of Horatio Hornblower character that said, "Yeah, I I give my word that I will not try and escape."
0: Yeah, I guess they have guns trained them at all times, but it just feels like it's just it's, it's a weird amount of respect that I just don't don't like. I don't like don't do that. Also, um, also, the
1: guns don't work on two of them.
0: Yeah, it just it just feels like it's such a fucking it's just, don't, 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 don't do this. Don't, don't write Nazis this way. Um, anyways, meanwhile, uh, the next morning, I do like Kitty spying on people by no-clipping to a lighthouse. That shit's really funny. (laughs) She just Uh,
1: opens her console commands and (laughs) no-clips
0: through. Oh, man, I'm just imagining, like, fucking Kitty, like, clipping, but it's making the, like, Half-Life, like, objects... (laughs) noises as she walks through stuff. Oh, fuck. We see a poster for cats laughing.
1: Yep. And, and like, uh, a hip burn
0: festival. That fucking rules. I guess the, the nightmare pie fight wasn't enough to traumatize King. No. Away from the- like, I, I didn't think about it in that episode, but, like, did Arcade just hire the band? Yeah he just hired them They're they're just doing a gig (laughs) Just doing a gig for a bunch of pies Sentient pies and a bunch of superheroes (laughs) Look
1: when an an evil villain offers you a gig You don't tell him no
0: Oh fuck Oh man I already miss (laughs) Arcade I miss him so bad Hey hey,
1: Fi Put a pin in cats laughing
0: Oh boy (laughs) Um, <laughs> fucking, uh, Rachel's feeling, not Rachel, like Kitty is feeling pretty, like, low about her, like, physical appearance, which sucks. Like, it sucks like in it, the normal way, where it's like, you know, you, it's hard not to feel for the character, I guess. Yeah, when like, all of your roommates are smoking hot babes that you can't stop thinking about.
1: And she's, <laughs> yeah, like, going through teen feelings of, like, oh no, I'm so ugly, my my body just does not look like I want it to. Unlike these hot ladies
0: that I can't stop thinking about. And I can't stop thinking about what it would feel like to have my lips pressed against theirs.
1: <laughs> you know, you know, what would make me feel better. What if I dressed up like them
0: in yeah. their hot clothes? This series of panels is fucking amazing. A, she dresses in uh, her roommate's outfit to try and look hot. Amazing. Uh, fucking uh, feel like feels like crap, but still looks amazing in this outfit. I refuse to to agree with her her own her own body opinions. Um, uh, third. We thing, don't even
1: body positivity here.
0: positivity. Uh, she says hutzpah because again, you gotta remember the kitty is Jewish. Um, fucking the be- the funniest part about this is the blink and you miss it joke. Every single fucking thing that Rachel has in her wardrobe is the same color red, but you yeah. can tell they're different outfits. That's so fucking
1: funny. <laughs> She's. Look, she's she knows what her branding is.
0: Yeah, she is. She just went red. That's the only thing I care about. It's the color of my hair. It's the color of my outfit for the rest of my goddamn life. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to dress differently. Amazing, so and, and, fucking good.
1: Then Kitty throws off all the clothes and and then gets into a weird nightmare <laughs> nightmare time
0: yeah the, it's it's very much the like oh no I'm, I'm I'm not wearing all my clothes and it's like the day of the test and all my teeth are falling yeah. out
1: I, except the test it's oh no I got teleported to a random furry dimension
0: yeah it's a strange like weird fuzzy person dimension I love how like Kurt's not that different now in this reality they just didn't give him a nose
1: <laughs> well, let, let, let me make this more accurate. This is a talking animal dimension. Furries had not been invented yet.
0: <laughs> That's actually true. Uh, I do like that fucking, uh, like, Megan is still some sort of strange creature. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't actually notice this be- until, like, uh, this episode, like, talked about the episode, though. I didn't notice they also just don't have a Rachel in this universe either. Nope. It is a universal constant that Rachel just doesn't exist anywhere but here, which is a cool detail. Um, it's a cool detail because it's still in the margins of random scenes like this.
1: Because yes. uh, these all take place in the present instead of the future.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But uh, it's okay. Kitty comes back from her nightmare in front of the person, <laughs> the two people that she has feelings for, <laughs> naked.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so she just like blushes in a way that can only be drawn by people who have no idea how blushes yeah. work. yeah.
1: Um, uh- the o- only only comic book could have this blush.
0: Yeah, it's deranged. <laughs> uh, they, they they gave her like fucking like fucking raggedy hand, like fucking like puppet like like blush cheeks, that she just no clips through the entire floor. Um, they're just gonna be like, all right, we're just gonna pretend that that didn't happen.
1: Yeah. And then then you know cuts to slightly later where she's just desperately trying to make this dumb widget thing do anything
0: yeah fucking it's 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 called them the ray phone um <laughs> uh and then uh, when she wasn't looking uh widget like fell just off the desk and ate some stuff i guess yeah
1: just just eating some nice transistors and other 80s computer ch- <laughs> uh, things
0: <laughs> yeah being a little creature <clears throat> Meanwhile, the north of England. Um
1: well, one of one of the tracks that uh Margaret Thatcher is uh said no, you, you can't use this rail rail track anymore. There's yeah. not enough profit in it.
0: Yeah, currently dismantling this very train track. <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, there wasn't any fascism in England. <laughs> um <laughs> and, uh-huh. and
1: yeah, they're doing the prisoner exchange out here because it's it's got a lot of weird magic stuff there that happened yeah so the Nazis of... can open the portal and we find out <laughs> that there's a dragon inside the Nazi train
0: yeah it turns out that's what they're that's what they do did with their version of Lockheed yeah
1: um and and that's how they power their trains with dragons
0: yeah uh, I didn't I didn't realize Moira could find new and interesting ways to be racist but she's racist about dragons too um yeah yeah. The dragon is, like, begging for political asylum, which is just fucking fucked up. I didn't even notice his wings are cut off. Yep. I, I missed that until this uh, current viewing. Um, fucking Christ. But, so there is, there is like, a, a tense thing of, like, but it's our Nazi train, and they have to, like, convince them, like, well, it's gonna be hard to move an entire train through a dimensional portal, so I guess you're just gonna have to leave it anyways. Um there is a weird conversation that happens that again I fucking hate that there's Nazis in this whole situation. <laughs> Cause it just feels so weird to sidestep talk about the fact that I guess like Megan's also fucking like she was also like Roma, I guess. Yeah. Um Well I mean I probably more a traveler, but it's, it's ambiguous, but it's yeah. like... Whenever you use the term traveler, that's usually what you mean in a comic book or, like, in a fictional thing. Hmm. But, yeah, they're the more broad concept of, like, migrant peoples, I guess. Um, but, yeah, and it's just... It's a moment for uh, them to go... To remind us, hey, that's also... Uh, Nightcrawler was also raised by uh, Roma. It doesn't use the word because this was the 80s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but it gives... Megan and, like, Kurt, like, an actual, like, proper, like, connecting point, which I like. It makes their weird budding relationship less creepy, I guess. Like, there's something that they connect over outside of just, I find you attractive, and also, you turn blue when you're around me, and that's Mm -hmm. doing stuff for me. Um, uh, And that I like, that there's, like, more of, like, a deeper personal connection. That even Brian can't say he actually, you know, has. Uh, which is nice. Again, I just don't like the reminder that any of these people are, like, minorities. Mm. When, like, the there's an alternate version of them where they're all fucking Nazis. Because, like, again, I cannot stress enough. That just wouldn't have happened. Like, none of these characters would be in the lightning force. Like, they just wouldn't exist. They'd all be dead. The only one that would be uh, around is is Captain Nazi Britain, because th- like the Nazis, like like hated fucking everybody. They, they 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 which is just what fascists do. They 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 fucking eat everybody because that's the only way to survive. That their entire ideology is built on hate and suffering and finding in groups and out groups. And the thing about it is that all of those out groups were fucking people they put in the camps and all those other groups are mostly represented in the group that uh, the fucking comic book is about
1: <laughs> yeah. also even like Moria McTaggart because they're British Nazis and she's Irish
0: yeah it just feels ridiculous it doesn't makes sense. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's hard not to go like, oh, it's a plot hole, but it's one of those things where you just didn't think about anything to do with the Nazis. You just put Nazis in your comic book and did not think about it at all. And that is what's so frustrating to me about it.
1: Yeah, just put put the TikTok filter that said
0: Nazi over the characters. Yeah. Ah uh, <laughs> anyways, they throw a nuke at them <laughs> Yeah. Um that we get a we like we get a stupid moment at the very end where it's like, why did you trust the Nazis to not be Nazis? Um, where I guess widget has been eating the warehouse that, 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 that they're in. Uh, and he's enormous. It's like a giant head.
1: Yeah. Well, well, it's the, it's the armory on the
0: train, right? I'm, I'm I guess I misunderstood where you fit. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm relooking at one of the panels and cause she puts them, she puts widget in a bag, next to the warehouse and that's where i thought he ended up yeah but i missed that in one of the other panels he i guess zipped underneath the train Mm -hmm. uh very quickly it was it's a very hard to notice panel because there's just a physical effect of a like a line being drawn and the word zip uh which again is easy to miss um but yeah so he'd been eating the army of the train and has grown into a gigantic head and the nazis are like well we're nazis after all um and gets the, like, one of the random Nazi soldiers to, like, hand her one of her, like, the dumb potato masher grenade. Yeah.
1: yeah, that is also a nuke.
0: Yeah, it's a micro nuke, I guess. Fuck off. Yeah. Um. Uh, and it gets thrown at the rest of them, and Rachel does her thing to try and contain it. And it props uh, Widget to go off. And that foomps f- f- the entire train away. Yep. Uh, and
1: and, and everybody else is just okay uh there's there's nazis and now the train's gone and there was a a nuke and i don't know what's going on
0: yeah and they're gone (laughs) and
1: uh yeah that's the the, we'll get to that later
0: yeah fuck we'll get to that fucking next issue
1: no we won't uh what do you mean we won't (laughs) uh well uh next issue uh there's a there's an annual. Oh it no! It takes place in the between the pages seventeen and eighteen in Excalibur number eleven.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I, I have to read a I have to read an annual for the first time. Yes. Oh, I guess didn't technically the like episode zero of this podcast technically count as an annual though?
1: Not technically. <sighs> You can't be an annual of a thing that doesn't exist yet.
0: (laughs) I'm sure comics have tried before. True.
1: It's it's more like an issue zero.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, Well, it was like a long one, so I just sort of like, you know. That was the kind of comparison I was making. So, so...
1: I'll I'll tell you the secret name of it after we finish up talking about this Nazi stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah. I guess like I'm I feel like I rambled in in the same sort of like direction. Yeah, quite we a few covered times. most everything about it's, how
1: th- the politics of this is is deeply neoliberal.
0: Yeah, I I think that's the the point I really wanted to put on it is that like the point about it that I always hated about the X Men and it's, it's I guess this is like a thing that always like this really reminded me of is that. X Men and the broader Marvel universe exist in a world in which neoliberalism works, which to me is hell. Uh, is It is a personal nightmare. The, the idea that the like the sort of wishy washy, everyone shakes hand and politics is all about making little fun compromises, where you and you and your political opponents both salute the flag and everyone pretends that you're all on the same team, trying to like come to a, 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 a common goal while still doing a whole bunch of fascism and just sort of pretending like that isn't happening isn't fucking nightmare and uh, x men is written in that kind of lens where the comic books when they're good are a lot about the melodrama of the various characters disagreeing over like you know how to function how to operate how to act as like a, a team you know uh who i want to date who? yeah i want to kiss this person on the mouth um uh, fucking, uh, I recently found out that Rachel gets together with Betsy, <laughs> fucking Brian's sister. Yeah. Good for her, I guess. Good for her. Um, I mean, Betsy has gotten together with every one of the Summers, so. Amazing. <laughs> I think you get a free ice cream after that yeah. one. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, good for her. Um, I found that out through a TikTok joke. Um, but... Uh, like the general lens that all of this stuff is written in is a very neoliberal political uh, hellscape in which like we can never really solve racism or we can never really solve the like bigotry or like cultural imbalance and a part of that is because the comic book has to just kind of keep going on forever but because it's Because they chose to make the mutants an allegory for racism, and then later kind of queer representation stuff, and being ignorant of the, like, specificity of those problems, and also the problems with using allegory of creating essentially very straight-coded, very uh, white-coded characters to say these are stand-ins for people of color, for minorities in general, already doesn't work very well, but then all of its solutions are basically either apartheid or we just put up with bigotry and get exterminated or kind of just their two options. And that's shit writing and bad and it sucks that there is no alternatives.
1: There's an alternative. There's Cable who's like, what if we give these kids guns?
0: (laughs) What if we give these kids guns? Based of Cable, honestly. Based, based, based. I know I'm just supporting child (laughs) soldiers. That's the joke. (laughs) Um... But, like, and it's just this kind of, like, I think that why this sucked so much for me, like, why I didn't like this issue, these issues arc so much is because it reminded me of why I don't like X-Men. Is I don't like when X-Men try to talk about broader political things because I don't really like when comic books talk about broader, uh, uh uh political problems because they're not very good at it they aren't very articulate they aren't very well considered and again the reason why i find this bullshit is that v for vendetta exists and is very specific and very pointedly about the problems of homegrown british fascism and nationalism and how they tie together so perfectly and how one of the only real solutions to that is anarchism like, not the concept of anarchy as in no rules, but the concept of political uh, self-autonomy. And it's really specifically about that, and it's about things like that as a solution. Yeah. The problem that sucks with more, most comic books is they don't offer hope or solutions or opinions outside of just, we all just get along somehow. Somehow Apocalypse is just part of Excalibur later. That's just a fucking thing that happens, and I get to live with that. One of his his greatest monsters, uh, an an actual straight-up fascist and uh, eugenicist monster is just part of the team now, and we all just have to live with it, and that sucks.
1: Well, he aged out of Apocalypse, you might say.
0: (laughs) Ah! Ah, ah, okay. (laughs) Tazeril, tell the people what we're reading next week.
1: Next week. Uh, everybody hold on, it is Excalibur, Mojo Mayhem.
0: Yay! <laughs> 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 I'm clapping for this horrible monster. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: it, it also, uh, t- to spoil what's on the cover of the book, there are the X-Babies.
0: The X-Babies! X-Men <laughs> babies, dreams come true. Ah, oh, that sucks for us. <laughs> no, oh, it's great. It's great. Fucking mojo. Like, after this, it's all uphill. Mojo madness. Huh. Wow. That's going to be a. I hope a treat, because, like, mojo is funny. Like, mojo is a ridiculous. Like, in the same way that, like, I was talking about before, how I feel that, like, arcade is this kind of, like, metaphor for, like, comic books as a whole. He's, he's a representation of, like, essentially, like, the comic book writers creating scenarios and environments for characters to have drama or danger or thrills in. And that part of the fun of the character is that he's kind of in on the joke. He's essentially yeah. the killers from funny games. There's, like, my comparison I was essentially making.
1: Well, what, um, if, what if the comic book editor was the villain?
0: Yes. And Mojo is that but for, like, executives. So, he's even more evil, and he's just this horrible, gross monster. He's this physical personification of every, like, crappy, like, creative executive you've ever had to deal with. He is, like, every shitty asshole who's ever told you, like, oh, well, that doesn't work. We're gonna just have to redo the whole fucking thing. He's an ad... He's a, a, a fucking cultural uh, parasite he's awesome horrible monster big slug creature lots of tentacles uh uh for hair he's, he's so
1: great he's he's just... great
0: gonna i'm probably going to have a lot of fun with this one and it's going to be really nice because boy did this this episode leave a really bad taste yeah. in my mouth yeah and also
1: i get to uh you know explain all of the references he's going to make to other comic book stuff
0: yay <laughs> Uh, like, if you don't know about Mojo, like, you, I, this is going to be a treat. I don't know yeah. what's going to happen this annual, but, like, because this is also going to be a lot of Tazerill explaining Mojo, and that's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, everybody, everybody loves Mojo.
0: Yes, you love to hate him. But, because it's getting quite hot and it's going to already be a long episode to edit, I think it's probably time to close us out. So, yeah. sounds good same x time same x channel bye everybody bye hidden faces when we gonna get a look at you